0: This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Wednesday, June 15th, 2011. I'm Caleb Brown. What if your worst enemy were the one in charge of enforcing rules that you chose? What rules for society would you choose? And how does the worldview of John Rawls meet the standards of robust political economy? Mark Pennington takes on the arguments offered by Rawls and others in his new book, Robust Political Economy. He spoke at the Cato Institute in March. Now, there are a number of egalitarian thinkers that I address in the book. And again, I don't have time to discuss all of these, so I'm gonna focus on just one in this context of robust political economy, and that's John Rawls. People who are influenced by Rawls' thinking are concerned about what kind of institutions manifest a notion of impartiality. So Rawlsians are concerned about having social rules which are seen to be impartial rules which anybody could actually be willing to accept. Now, there are various theoretical devices, of course, which Rawls derives to try to get people to think about what impartiality would actually require. The most famous of these is the Rawlsian veil of ignorance. Behind the veil of ignorance, people are supposed to know nothing about their own particular place in society. Their economic status, their social status, they're supposed to know nothing about where they're going to be in a particular pecking order. The purpose of that veil of ignorance is to try to make them reason impartially, to choose rules that everyone, irrespective of their social standing, would actually be willing to accept. The only information that people are allowed to have behind the veil of ignorance is what Rawls describes as basic facts of social theory. So facts to do with the way economic systems or what have you actually operate. Now for Rawls, the impartial rule that will emerge from behind this veil of ignorance type experiment is the difference principle. The rule that inequality should only be accepted in society if they operate in such a way as to maximize the position of the worst off. That's the distributional rule that Rawls claims will come from this particular thought experiment. Now there are many people who've challenged Rawls's conclusions here. John Harsanyi famously argued that actually from behind a veil of ignorance, people wouldn't choose the difference principle. They'd opt for something like maximizing average utility. Many people have argued that the veil of ignorance smuggles in notions of extreme risk aversion into the account. It's only extremely risk averse people who would actually choose a rule of maximizing the position of the worst off, as opposed to, say, maximizing the average level of well-being in society. These are common kind of rejoinders which have been raised against the Rawlsian view. But from the perspective of robust political economy, there's a much more fundamental objection which can be raised against Rawlsian reasoning. If one of the basic facts of social theory that we have to take into account in devising impartial rules is a recognition that human beings are not omniscient beings, that they are not perfectly rational actors, that they're operating in a context of highly limited rationality, then it is utterly implausible to suggest that people would ever opt into a once and for all set of distributional practices. On impartial grounds, we can argue that people would choose to be an environment which enables them to learn about the effects of different distributional principles. It would allow for competition between different distributional rules so that through an evolutionary mechanism, we can discover which type of distributional rules people actually prefer. The Rawlsian view assumes that people have the rationality to decide what an ideal set of distributional principles is. But if we take into account that people are limited in their rationality. This has got to be abandoned. We need to facilitate learning in these particular contexts. Learning is ruled out in the Rawlsian model because behind the veil of ignorance, people are are assumed to be choosing rules for a closed society. Now, there's a justification that Rawlsians give for making this assumption, which is kind of an attempt to deal with the problem of imperfect incentives. The argument is that you assume that people are choosing rules for a closed society because you want to imagine a situation where the rules are being devised almost by your worst enemy. What kind of rules would you choose if it was your worst enemy who was actually deciding these rules? If people are self-interested, as Rawls recognizes they might be, then allowing an exit option, he claims, is unsatisfactory. Because opportunistic actors may try to bargain for an unfair advantage against other people who are operating behind the veil. His way of dealing with the problem of opportunism is to specify the requirements of this veil of ignorance as taking place behind sorry, taking place in a closed society. Now this has always been a rather odd move, if you think about it. If you take seriously the notion that incentives matter which was one of these key factors in a robust political economy. Then surely, when we're devising institutional principles, thinking about what might happen if our worst enemies are going to be in charge, then we'd actually allow an exit option for people. Because that's the best protection that people can have in situations where they may be ripped off by opportunistic agents. So on both of these counts, in terms of failing to take into account the notion of limited rationality and failing to take into account the problem of limited benevolence, the Rawlsian perspective, I argue in the book, fails to meet the tests of a robust political economy. Mark Pennington is author of the new book, Robust Political Economy. You can watch his full talk at our YouTube channel or at cato.org.